Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy. We're living on God's Word. Today, we're going to be reading Genesis chapter 28 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition, review key takeaways, and end our session with a prayer. So Isaac called for Jacob and blessed him. Then he commanded him, Do not marry a Canaanite woman. Go at once to Paddan Aram, to the house of your mother's father, Bethuel. Take a wife for yourself there and from among the daughters of Laban, your mother's brother. May God Almighty bless you and make you fruitful and increase your numbers until you become a community of peoples. May he give you and your descendants the blessing given to Abraham, so that you may take possession of the land where you now reside as a foreigner. The land God gave to Abraham. Then Isaac sent Jacob on his way, and he went to Padam Aram, to Laban son of Bethuel the Aramean, the brother of Rebekah, who was the mother of Jacob and Esau. Now Esau learned that Isaac had blessed Jacob and had sent him to Padam Aram to take a wife from there, and that when he blessed him, he commanded him, Do not marry a Canaanite woman, and that Jacob had obeyed his father and mother and had gone to Padam Aram. Esau then realized how displeasing the Canaanite women were to his father Isaac. So he went to Ishmael and married Mahalath, the sister of Nebaoth and daughter of Ishmael, son of Abraham, in addition to the wives he already had. Jacob's dream at Bethel. Jacob left Beersheba and set out for Haran. When he reached a certain place, he stopped for the night because the sun had set. Taking one of the stones there, he put it under his head and lay down to sleep. He had a dream in which he saw a stairway resting on the earth, which is top reaching to heaven, and the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. There above it stood the Lord, and he said, I am the Lord, the God of your father Abraham, and the God of Isaac. I will give you and your descendants the land on which you are lying. Your descendants will be like the dust of the earth, and you will spread out to the west and to the east, to the north and to the south. All peoples on earth will be blessed through you and your offspring. I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go. And I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. When Jacob awoke from his sleep, he thought, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I was not aware of it. He was afraid and said, How awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. Early the next morning, Jacob took the stone he had placed under his head and set it up as a pillar and poured oil on top of it. He called the place Bethel, though the city used to be called Luz. Then Jacob made a vow, saying, If God will be with me and will watch over me on this journey I am taking and will give me food to eat and clothes to wear, so that I return safely to my father's household, then the Lord will be my God, and this stone that I have set up as a pillar will be God's house. And of all that you give me, I will give you a tenth. This is the end of Genesis chapter 28. So here we continue with the story of Jacob as he leaves and runs away from his house because he's afraid that Esau, his brother, is going to kill him because of the treachery where he just uh, performed, where he stole his brother's birthright. And now, ultimately, he stole his brother's blessing. And so here... Um, on his way to his mom's brother's house, to his uncle, uh, where he's off to go get a woman to marry and also to get away from his brother, um, he has a dream. And in the dream, God is once again promising to give him the blessing that he gave to Abraham and to make him a nation of great people. 
And so he has a dream of a stairway that's ascending and descending from heaven. And so here is a very similar analogy to Jesus when he was baptized, where the heavens opened up and basically the Holy Spirit descended on the Son of God. And this is an indication that God descended, or Jesus, the Son of God, descended down to earth so that our sins could be washed away and made righteous in front of God. And so it's an incredible representation of what Jesus did for us, where he opened up the heavens, opened up the gates of heaven, so that we could ascend to our Father God. So let us pray. Father God, thank you so much for everything you've given us. Thank you for how you treat us, for your patience, because you forgive us so many times. You forgive our way of being, our selfishness, our rudeness, our short-sightedness. Father, we are just horrible, horrible to you. But in spite of all that, in spite of our shortcomings, you love us so very, very much. We're not deserving of your mercy. We're not deserving of your grace. But here, Lord, you made us a promise through Abraham and through his descendants. You promised that you would send a Savior, which you did. You sent your only Son. And through the price of his blood, you purchased our salvation for all of eternity. And while we don't even deserve it, and we don't thank you and worship you the way we should, you still offer this to us freely. And it's for us to accept or reject. Father, I can't comprehend your goodness, your infinite goodness towards us, but I am sure grateful that you are so loving. And so we just ask that you send the Holy Spirit to open up our eyes, open up our hearts, to realize what an amazing God we have and we serve. And so that we can turn towards you once and for all and fulfill the purpose on earth, which is to bring others to Christ so they can come and meet you and be saved for all of eternity. So that also we can give you worship through all of eternity. So Lord, we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Genesis chapter 28. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.